Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always a pleasure to have this young lady back. She's an unbelievable journalist over at UncoveredDC.com. She's the editor-in-chief. She's the boss lady, Tracy Beans. Tracy, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, Joe. Good to see you, too. Let, let me ask you right off the top. Um, have you been contacted by Twitter at all? Are they going to reinstate you? I thought Elon Musk was going to take over Twitter, press a button, everybody gets reinstated, <laughs> and nobody can be suspended ever again. That would be great, right? No, not yet. I think we have to wait a couple more weeks for them to co- come up with some process Because like some of the bigger accounts that got suspended, I'm sure they want to make sure they weren't calling for the overthrow of like the Lord or, you know, whoever runs the government now. Right. Um, So, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait. Well, I mean, and the thing is, uh, Musk appeared like he was going to do that. And then he said something yesterday that really gave me pause. He said, we have to convene a board so that we can talk about the proper process of replatforming people. I I found that to be weird. Did you find that to be weird? Yeah, and he, you know, he should really be convening a board to guide his policy on verification is what he should be doing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that whole thing. I'm verified on there, and the reason why is because, like it or not, I'm a public figure, and people want to impersonate me yep. on social media. The verification check simply tells people who are following me, oh, yeah, it's really PAGS. Why is that yeah. such a bit? Well, I got I to gotta pay for that? Well, I, I wouldn't mind paying for it, to be honest. I really wouldn't if it were me. I wouldn't mind paying for it. What I have an issue with is if anybody can get verified, what's the process? And who's to say someone's not going to take a name similar to yours, right. use your photo and get verified as you? Right. The problem also is, Joe, that a lot of people on Twitter use that check mark as what it's not supposed to be. And they think they're in some different club and they're elite and they've got status. And I think Elon's trying to bring them down to earth a little bit is what I, I mean, think. They're not elite. They're not in some club. I mean, I am, but they're not. Uh, of course no, you are. Um, uh, again, it only tells people it's really me. So I made that case on Twitter and his response wasn't necessarily directed to me. Although he has responded to me in the past, but, but he didn't on this one. He said there would be something under the tweet saying this is really the person. Well, fine. Great. That's weird. I mean, whatever he wants to do is fine by me as long as it works and I have a, a voice on there. Um, you know, if he keeps fact-checking the White House, I'm all for it. Well, he fact-checked something today that uh, I think Jesse Kelly said something about um, voting integrity and you're allowed to ask questions or something. And they put some, it says misleading information or something on it. So they're still doing that crap too. Yep. Yep, they are. They are. It, it's not It's not where it needs to be. What, what, do you, what, do they, what do you think it ends up being? I don't know. I don't know. But I think that, you know, just like we're going to talk about today – the more they swing around the Section 230 cudgel, the more these tech companies are going to start to try and figure other things out. So okay. let's see what happens. Well, let's talk about this this case that you've been on for a long time. Mm-hmm. The Intercept is getting credit for it, although you are way ahead of them. I have no problem <laughs> saying that. It's true. You and I have talked about it. It's been on your website, UncoverDC.com. Um, the fact is, there is now known collusion between the federal government and big tech to the point yeah. where this, whatever her name is, Vijay Vladi or whatever her name is, this person who is suspending the big accounts and blocking big accounts and ghost banning people like me and, and shadow banning and search banning people like me, she had a monthly meeting with White House higher-ups to, to, to understand what they wanted her to block, what they wanted her to call misinformation and disinformation. Tracy, there's no denying this anymore, right? No, as a matter of fact, when the judge came down, this case is interesting. I just want to give some background. Missouri and Louisiana sued the Biden administration because they alleged that the Biden administration and different bureaucracies within it were conspiring with social media to suppress American speech. 
underneath the guise of mis, dis, and malinformation. This is that disinformation board that they started up. They started that board up not because they were going to start doing this, but because they wanted a way to organize it better. Yeah. So they wanted to make it official, right? That's what the goal was here. Well, well, so, well let me ask you this. i got to stop you real quick. So are you saying that they already had it in place? Oh, yeah. They, they just didn't have the official face and the yeah. official process, but it was yeah. already happening. Yes. Hundred percent. So they they file this lawsuit. They ask for um, expedited discovery in the case because of how severe the harms are. And we're talking about censorship on everything, Joe. Not just COVID, which is where a lot of people focused at first. But they fought the discovery. They provided discovery because the judge ruled they had to provide discovery. When they got all this information, they started looking through it and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is worse than we ever thought." They find. A number of different things, but two of the things that stuck out to me the most when I read through it is CISA, which was a newly formed bureaucracy a couple of years ago, I think 2018 under the Trump administration. They have designated Americans' thoughts, their thoughts, cognitive infrastructure. So now that gives CISA, in their own mind, the power to control and regulate cognitive infrastructure, which is what they were using as their justification for banning and censoring Americans on social media. Let me stop you there. I've got to stop you. It's Tracy Beans, UncoveredDC.com. So why would Trump have been okay with this, or did he not know it was happening? They they did this on their own. I mean, once you give a bureaucracy money and funding and tell them this is your job, they're going to go run amok. Is this all through DHS? Um, yes, I believe so. I believe this is under DHS. So, so they decide they're going to start policing thoughts and you know where they go to try and help them find this stuff. And this is another reason they're probing more. They go to the census bureau, Joe, the census bureau. Yes. So they go to the census bureau to what? To find information on people that are saying things they don't like on social media and the census bureau. It's terrible. It's really so. First of all, think about these words: cognitive infrastructure, and then think about the federal government going to social media companies with people, specific people that they want targeted on social media because of the things they're saying that go against an official narrative. Whether it's about election integrity, COVID, vaccination, Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, any of the topics that are not in lockstep with the official narrative is, are the things that they're going after. And this judge got this discovery, got a motion um, for expedited depositions now, right? Now now the, the, the Missouri and Louisiana are like, okay, now that we have this treasure trove of absolutely bombshell admission in front of us, we want these people to come and sit under oath because we need to get to the bottom of what exactly is going on here. So they've got the FBI agent that went to Meta to talk with them about uh, the Hunter Biden laptop. They have the head of CISA. They have the director of um, strategy, marketing strategy, digital strategy for the White House. They have the press secretary, Anthony Fauci. There were 10 people, um, Dr. Murphy uh, at the at the Surgeon General, um, the CDC. So all these people are in this deposition request and if we, ju- if we we were to surmise what this is all about and again we haven't heard them testify but one can make a good assumption the reason for all of this is uh it sounds like they colluded together with big tech to stop you and i and you and i have been been targeted by them a lot mm-hmm. to stop you and i from saying what we know to be true uh, yeah. or even from saying what our opinion happens to be which should be legal and it is in the united states of america so these the argument for years tracy that 
These are private companies that can do whatever they want. They can have whatever uh, terms of service they want. Uh, 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 you can't say anything about it. It's bogus because through this, the assumption is, and we'll find out more as they testify, is they were acting as arms of the government. And if they're, acting as, if they're acting as arms of the government, they are restricting our First Amendment right, which is against the law. The, the worst part of what you just said, well, not the worst, but Joe, that's already been proven. It, and that was the next thing that I was going to say is the discovery proved this already. The judge wrote in his order saying you people need to testify immediately on this stuff. It's been proven that you have conspired with social media companies. Here's how it was proven. And now you need to sit down and answer more questions on it. And you need to do it right away because- wow. This is such a severe harm to the United States citizen that you need to sit down immediately so we can get to the bottom of this. Never does a judge use the word proven in an order in a case that has not even gotten to trial yet. But it is so abundantly clear. There's emails back and forth with them all talking. They tried to raise a privilege argument, Joe, saying, hey, these emails are privileged. And the judge said, no, 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 no. As soon as Anthony Fauci emailed a private company, his email stopped being covered by privilege. It's not privileged anymore. So it's basically corporate fascism. It's now proven corporate fascism. The government freaks out once they get this order that they have to sit for deposition and they try to stop this. They file a mandamus petition, which is basically them saying, hey, upper court, this judge is out of his mind. Do something about him, right? For lack of a better word. And as that's being heard, they're asking the judge in the current case, Put, put a stay on our depositions. We don't want to have to testify. We might not even have to testify at all at the end of the day wow. because we think you did something wrong. And yesterday the judge ruled, no, your stay is denied. You're, you're to sit for these depositions immediately. There is no uh, irreparable harm to you to have a prepare for these depositions. They were arguing, oh, this lady is on maternity leave. Come and, on. You know. I, I, I kid you not, it, it is this judge, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the most consequential civil liberties case in American history. I, I say it without even thinking right. twice about it. It is the most it is the most crucial case that has ever been heard. This judge is taking no shortcuts. He's not making any uh, concessions. It is clear what they're doing, and it needs to stop immediately. Well, I, and it's Tracy Beans, UncoveredDC.com. I think that I can show you this video. Let me show you this, because Kareem Jean-Pierre was asked about the intercept thing yesterday. Again, let me go on record. Tracy Beans was way ahead of the intercept on all of this. was uh, reporting in the intercept okay. about opportunities for the federal government to identify uh, for social media companies different posts that contained uh, what was perceived as misinformation about the origins of COVID, the vaccine, uh, other things as well, you know, such as you know, Ukraine or the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yeah. I... So clearly he's asking about misinformation or disinformation about the withdrawal of Afghanistan from Afghanistan, yep. about COVID, about vaccines. Listen to her answer. Have you seen this? No, but I can well, hear it. Uh, watch what watch what or listen to what what it is that she says here. So okay. um, look, I, I'll say this. Um, the you know, the administration, um, the Biden administration remains fully uh, committed to our mission to protect the sec the security and resilience of our um, of of our you know elections and safeguard election infrastructure. That includes combat combating disinformation. That is something that uh, we are committed to. Um, you know, we work to protect that, uh, uh, protect Americans from disinformation that threatens the homeland, including malicious efforts spread by foreign ad adverse ad um, 
adversaries, um, <laughs> uh, adversaries, sorry, pardon me, began before the Disinformation Governance Board was established. In fact, some of that work uh, began before this uh, administration. So, uh, you know, I want I want to be very clear that cross-agency work continues to this day. Uh, don't want to don't want to get a, ahead of uh, of anything else. This is a Department of Homeland Security, so I would refer you to them. I mean, her answer is horrendous. I mean, I, I, she, she is shaking in her boots, Tracy. And, and what she says, notice that she referred to what you said. She's already trying to say, well, Trump started this. This yeah. happened before this administration. Your thoughts on what you just heard? She, this, this is, is terrifying because notice they're not making any attempt even to say that they're protecting Americans' right to free speech. Right. Not even a like that's bit. not they they're not even and you know that um Kyle Serafin, FBI whistleblower, former special agent at the FBI, he released um a, a document from the FBI surrounding uh intelligence and in, uh election integrity stuff before the election, what they should be on the lookout for. And they're actually like literally gonna target people who share um knowingly or unknowingly misinformation, disinformation, whatever. How, first of all, everything that they've ever told us is disinformation has yes. been true. Yes. That's, that's the biggest problem right there. And where do we live if we're not allowed to share ideas in an open marketplace? Are they going to be standing outside the town square in, in a couple days, like, you know, shooting people down with hoses who disagree with the government narrative? Where do we live, Joe? No, it's a valid question. So um, if we get the right result here, and I think we will, obviously yeah. she's shaking in her boots. We yeah. haven't seen Fauci in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, these people are freaking out. They're trying, they're trying to game plan. How do we get out of this? So what's the best result for the American people? I mean, nobody's going to go to jail. That, that what, we forcibly disband CISA? We have the House of Representatives go back to the Republicans. They defund the HHS. What's the best result? They're, they're, they're going to have to bar... Um, this kind of communication with social media companies to, you know, attempt to stifle the speech of Americans. And then there's going to be a massive Section 230 piece of this that comes in because what's happening is the administration will say, oh, if you don't do what we say, we're going to mess around with Section 230 and, and then you'll be liable for this, this and this. So they use it both ways. Republicans want Section 230 gone because they want platforms to be equal and fair. Yeah. And the left wants it as a, a cudgel over big tech's head to, to make them liable for whatever it is that people say on their platforms. It is such a mess. But the bottom line is the government cannot be conspiring with private companies to censor the speech of Americans. That's fascism in its plain, corporate fascism, in its plainest definition. Yeah. No, and they're well, doing it every day. It, it, it is. It's a violation of our civil rights, obviously. But what what's the recourse? Is it a class action lawsuit? Does it cost them a trillion dollars in punitive damages? I mean, what happened? Do we just make it stop and then we pretend that it didn't happen the whole time? No, they're, they're, the remedy is difficult. Right now, they're, they're seeking an injunction on the communication line saying, like, stop them, say they're not allowed to talk. Are they to still the doing people. it? Yes. Come on. Yes, they are. Yes. She just told you they were. Of course, they're still doing it. Every day, one would day one would assume when you got ten people got subpoenaed when it was uh, it was uh, admitted they've got this CISA thing that you're talking about as part of the HHS. When you see her fumble and freak out like she just did, that they might say, "Hey, why don't we stop this for now until we see what happens with the court case?" They don't care. The only thing that matters to them is making sure that they control the thoughts of every single American, and that if everybody anybody steps out of line, they make an example out of them. That's what these people care about. They're tyrannical and out of control. They want a, 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 you know, a narrative that favors their um, 
end goal, whatever that may be. And I'm not even just going to say it's the left because you know that there's righties involved in this yes. as well. Yeah. It's, it's bipartisan. So that's what they want right now. And it's it's 1984 on steroids. And we don't have a constitution anymore. If this continues, it needs to stop now. One, last, stop. one last quick question for Tracy Beans, editor-in-chief at UncoverDC.com. Go there, UncoverDC.com. Follow her on Truth. Follow her on uh, Getter. Follow, you're on Gab too, right? Yes. Okay. Follow her everywhere, and hopefully she'll be back on Twitter soon enough. Uh, one last question. We've seen Biden now twice attack half the country because mm-hmm. we dared believe in making America great again, and we dared vote for President Trump. Um, do you think that's part and parcel of this 1984-ish? I'm going to control the message. I'm telling you that people who think differently than we do are the bad guys. They're horrible. They're outcasts, and they're causing violence. Is that the same th- the same game being played? Just just in public on in on front in front of a TV camera. Certainly, it all ties together. This is the way that they advance their narrative. If they want the control of every single American, they want a tyrannical grip on on the country. This is what they're going to do. The first step is destabilization. They've been doing it for years, yeah. and now they're making enemies of each other's neighbors. They're there's they're not hiding it. Under no uncertain terms are they saying what their their end goals are. So. It's sick. No, really, listen, this is Hitler-esque, and here's how. Neighbors were telling on their Jewish neighbor. Mm-hmm. They were. And, and and the end of the day, they want somebody to tell on the mega-mega guy next door, and that's pretty disgusting. I'm so glad that you're on top of this. Go to UncoverDC.com. It's Tracy Bees. Tracy, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Tracy Beans is always on the money. Great journalism. Go to UncoverDC.com, UncoverDC.com. Go there. Subscribe to her newsletter. Check out all the stories that she writes. Really, really great journalist and become a very good friend as well. She's always ahead of the game. She had this story way before anybody else, so that's awesome. Go to the website, my website, JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Click on whatever your favorite social media is. Go follow me now. Up to 137,000 on Twitter. I'd like to get that over 140,000 if we can. And uh, also go check out those shorts that I'm doing. If you like the TikTok videos, if that's how you discovered me, I closed TikTok and, and deleted that account. I don't want the CCP getting my information. I'm doing that on YouTube now, trying to build that page, make them send me a plaque for 100,000 followers. So it's YouTube.com slash Joe Pags Radio. Joe Pags Radio. Back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show.